0: I'm Brad Palmer reporting WSIU Radio News. SIU trustees are giving the okay to a pay increase for employees on the system's Carbondale campus. WSIU's Jennifer Fuller reports.
1: The 2% bump for faculty and staff will be retroactive to July 1st of this year. Chancellor Austin Lane says that's just the start of what he wants to do.
0: We think that's definitely something that's needed for our campus. We've had a few years of non-increases and so uh, this will at least put us on the
1: pathway to, to getting a little closer to where we want to be. Jeremy Noel with the AFSME union agrees it's a start, but he told trustees more is needed.
0: Average would be right at 50 bucks a month. That's a drop in the bucket. We can do better. We need to do better for the frontline
1: employees. SIU leaders say they hope to continue boosting pay across the system in the coming years. They say continued state support and growth in enrollment will play big factors in that plan. I'm Jennifer Fuller.
0: SIU trustees formally approved the system's 2023 budget during the meeting this week in Alton. The financial plan totals more than $950 million across the system. Board chair Phil Gilbert says he's thankful to have a boost in funding from the state this year fortunate in that regard where other states are going the other way uh, and moving west in that respect so we're not in a position we were you know four five six years ago where we not only didn't get an increase we got cut higher education in illinois received a five percent increase in state funding this year siu leaders say they hope that'll continue in years to come unvaccinated staff in Illinois schools and child care centers will no longer have to submit to regular testing for COVID-19 beginning Friday. Governor Pritzker is rescinding that year-old executive order based on last month's updated guidance from the Centers for Disease Control. The Pritzker administration fought multiple lawsuits related to the vaccine or test mandate and an appellate court ultimately sided with the governor this spring in a case filed by Chicago public school teachers. The state's Department of Public Health is still recommending schools and daycare centers implement COVID testing when community transmission is high, like returning from holiday breaks or after large indoor events. The Carbondale Police Department is asking for the public's help in locating a suspect wanted for firing gunshots late Saturday night in the 1100 block of East Main Street. A gunshot victim arrived at Memorial Hospital of Carbondale with non-life threatening injuries. During the course of the investigation, Officers learn the suspect is 35 year old Rodney Brooks of Marion. They learn Brooks and the victim are acquaintances and engaged in a dispute. On Monday, Carbondale officers, with assistance from the Jackson County State's Attorney's Office, obtained an arrest warrant for Brooks, charging him with aggravated battery with a firearm. Brooks should be considered armed and dangerous. Anyone with information about his whereabouts should contact Carbondale police or Crime Stoppers at 618 549 COPS. Early this morning, it was announced a tentative agreement between the rail companies and the unions had been reached. WSIU's Benji Jeffords has more.
2: One day before rail workers were ready to go on strike, their unions and the rail companies have reached a deal after a 20-hour negotiation. Part of the deal includes a 24% pay increase over five years and a 14% increase effective immediately. It also includes changes to the workplace involving work rules and scheduling issues. A strike could have shut down all rail traffic, costing the country's economy $2 billion a day, according to the Association of American Railroads. SIU Associate Professor of Management Greg DeYoung says a strike would be detrimental to the supply chain.
1: Probably the bigger thing that we might not have seen would have been all the raw materials and all the products that move via rail because so much stuff actually gets moved via rail. and we just don't see it because it doesn't. All, the, the train doesn't pull up and deliver the products to us. It doesn't even go to the store, but it carries it for a lot of its distance. So it uh, would have been a really big disruption.
2: DeYoung is developing a supply chain management and logistics center in the College of Business. For WSIU, I'm Benji Jeffords.
0: I'm Brad Palmer reporting WSIU Radio News.